Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome back to 12 Days Pod. I'm Kara Zelaya, joined here with my co-host, boyfriend, partner, the Belgravia to my Montanaro, Dan Takaki. Wow. I'm a whole country. You're a whole imaginary country. We love an imaginary country on this podcast. Especially when there are prince and princesses involved. Absolutely. If you're new here, this is our holiday season podcast, one that is so seasonal that it is only relevant for 12 weeks of the year, which is how long Christmas is meant to be celebrated. Yep. We love Christmas and we love Christmas movies. So we're here to talk about some of our favorites for no reason other than to have a good time. So let's get into it. Dear Daniel, what are we watching this week? Finally, this week, we are watching the 2018 Netflix movie, The Princess Switch, starring Vanessa Hudgens as the titular princess and also as the titular switch. That's right, folks. We have a classic trope of someone playing two roles in one movie. I absolutely love that. Famously, I adore The Parent Trap. Yeah, this is, despite our belief, not called a Christmas switch, which we've been calling it all season. Is that what we've been calling it? That's what I've been calling it all season. <laughs> there's there's several movies called a Christmas switch, right? I, there is, yes. And because this is so Christmassy, I had just assumed it was called a Christmas switch. But Well, we'll get into whether it's Christmassy or not. It definitely is Christmassy. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what you thought this movie was going to be about as you had never seen it before? Yeah, you asked me right before we recorded, and I think my predictions were pretty spot on, mm -hmm. except for how normal Vanessa Hudgens gets to meet soon-to-be princess Vanessa Hudgens. Right. And I thought that it would be that she was like doing a study abroad at this kingdom, or it would be a Lizzie McGuire movie type of scenario where right. she's visiting. But I was wrong about that. However, I called it right away where I was like, oh, the princess is definitely set to be wed to someone that she's like not particularly interested in. And the normal Vanessa Hudgens is going to fall in love with the prince. Yeah, I mean, you, you nailed it. You got it. <laughs> How about you? You had never finished this movie before. Right. So I watched this movie in 2018 when it came out with my sister during like a Christmas vacation or whatever. And we got maybe like halfway through the movie. Sure. And just never finished it. Just started playing I, Mario Kart instead. Yeah. I, I had enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, it's a hokey, hallmarky Netflix movie. But in a way that I, unlike A Christmas Prince, I knew that it was going to be dumb. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but... I enjoyed this movie. I think it's a fun movie. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what this movie was about? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, this movie stars Vanessa Hudgens as both Stacey DeNovo, a baker from Chicago, and the Duchess of Montanaro, Lady Margaret Delacour. So I thought it would be helpful to just kind of go through the individual Vanessa Hudgens' storylines one by one. So I'll start with Stacey DeNovo's storyline, and then we can talk about Margaret. Sure. So Stacey and her friend Kevin own a bakery in Chicago. How do we know it's in Chicago? Because Vanessa Hudgens' character is wearing a baseball hat throughout most of the movie that just says Chicago on it. Yeah, that's right. And it's right. a very nondescript, not like a team font or anything. It's just a like, baby blue Chicago hat. You know, you mocked the generic hat. And I agree. However, it's a great I, hat. Did I have a hat that just said Queens on it that I used to walk around in Queens? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> I and I won't lie. One of the first times I saw that hat, it made me think of this movie. <laughs> 
So Stacy has just broken up with her boyfriend of three years, Paul. Oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. Paul is the name of every boy that gets dumped. No yeah. offense to any Paul listeners. So to cheer her up, Kevin and his daughter Olivia have secretly signed Stacy up for a baking contest in the country of Belgravia. And this is like a, you know, like a Bake Off style, like winter baking competition. She's hesitant to go to this trip and this competition, but then a mystical old man convinces her to go. And this mystical old man is is all over this movie. Yeah. Maybe you figured out who he is. I, I think he's just playing the spirit of Christmas, but it's unidentifiable who he is. He's just some Irish man that's like, you gotta follow your heart. <laughs> You'll never know what you might find. The John Lennon quote. Christmas. Oh, yeah. What did they say? Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. That's true. I'll get into this in a little bit. But the main difference between Stacy's character and Margaret's character is that Stacy is type A and Margaret is type B. Mm. That's sort of the way they draw the line between the two of them. Stacy has plans for everything, has everything scheduled and outlined down to the minute. And Margaret is a free spirit who doesn't like to be tied down to plants and likes to do things on a whim. Sure. So they fly to Belgravia to start prepping for this baking contest where it is the Christmas season in this country. There's Christmas trees, there's carolers, there's a ballet dancing going on outside. There's a Christmas market. It's just Christmas. Yeah. So while Stacy is getting ready for the competition, she bumps into Margaret. Margaret is the other Vanessa Hudgens character. Right. And she, Margaret is supposed to be married to Prince Edward of Belgravia. And Margaret is from Montanaro. Mm -hmm. Margaret asks Stacy to help her with something. And that something is to switch places with her. So Margaret can get to know the people of the country more and learn about the customs of the country because she's never really been there because this is a sort of a diplomatic marriage. Can I include a little detail in here that bothered me? Yes. There was this big thing made about how no one had ever seen the Duchess of Montanaro in the town. Like, she's very private. No one knows what she looks like. Right. So why would she need to switch places with someone to be anonymous? I think the thing was that the prince's family was also, like, hesitant to let her go wander around the town. Okay. Because, you know, there's, like, a whole security detail that the prince seems to have when he goes out and about. I suppose. But I'm just like, you don't need to switch. You can just sort of, like, you know... Throw your hair down and shimmy down the window and, and do the thing. Well, I think she also wanted to, like, get out of having to do all of, like, the, like, duties that she was having to do. There was, like, a charity ball she was supposed to go to. That's she fair. was supposed to have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> she was supposed to have breakfast. You know, the amount of times that I try to get out of having breakfast. But no, no. In this house, it's always, like, eat breakfast. I get it. <laughs> we see her burning pancakes, so she might not eat it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. So the reason Stacy agrees to help Margaret out is that Stacy wants Kevin's daughter, Olivia, to get to go to the ballet program during mm -hmm. the summer in the country. And so Margaret's like, yeah, that's so easy. I can definitely sponsor her to go to this ballet, ballet camp this summer. And so they're like, great, let's switch. And so there's a montage scene of where they teach each other how to be each other. There's like, here's how I walk. Blah, blah. This is how we walk in Chicago. In this audio medium <laughs> podcast, they started to act out what, how they walked. Dan is walking on his hands and just gyrating his hips. That's how they walk in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that episode of SpongeBob where he brings it around town. Yeah, that's that's exactly what the scene is like. So the, uh, there's the whole montage of that where they learn how to talk like each other. They learn the family trees and family histories of everybody. I think both sets of their parents are dead in this one. Yeah. 
lots of information is left out, like the fact that the Duchess is like a concert pianist and the fact that she's like a competitive horseback rider and the fact that Stacy has a secret handshake with Olivia that she does apparently every time she sees her, among other things. Among, yes, among many other things. But yeah, so like the main difference between the two of them is obviously the Duchess has an accent. Oh, guys, I'm so good at impressions. So this is Margaret played by Vanessa Hudgens, the Duchess of Montanaro. Oh, darling, the thing is that you must learn how to sit properly at Christmas. Right. Except she doesn't sound 80. For some reason, I decided to do an artistic interpretation. No, but now you need to do Stacy pretending to be Margaret. Oh, darling. (laughs) Go on. The thing about sitting properly is that it's important for the delicacies of Christmas dinner. You must know how to fold the napkins. Anyway, so book me for uh, Mary Poppins. Yes, exactly. So Margaret is like, don't worry. Edward is going on a diplomatic meeting to Spain, so he won't be around. Mm. So you just have to go to breakfast with his parents, who are the king and queen of this country, which we don't really talk about that much, but they are the king and queen of the country. Yeah. And that's all she's supposed to have to do is eat breakfast with them. But it turns out Edward has decided to cancel his plans because they've not really met. They've Mm -hmm. not really spent a lot of time together and they're supposed to get married at New Year's. He's like, I just want to, you know, spend some time together, get to know you. I think that's I think that's important. And she's like, uh, great. And so trouble ensues, trouble ensues. But the rest of their time together is, you know, arguing about what it means to be like a royal and what it means to be kind and courteous to others and like the value that she'll have as the princess right. towards their diplomacy, whether she's meant to be staying at home being a princess or whether she'll have a hand in the diplomatic roles that they're going to play as prince and princess. And at first he's like, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Feminist I, film, The yeah. Princess Switch. I mean, truly, we do, we're, you're a little bit joking, but it is. No, yeah. No, she's like, oh, am I not allowed to have an opinion? And it, she genuinely gets mad at him. Yeah, and he's like, ah. Uh, Yeah, you're right. I've never really thought about it. They never do. They never do. But they start to get along really well, and they have this charity ball for this orphanage. There's always an orphanage, so that we learn that she's nice. Yeah, and so she and Edward go toy shopping for the orphanage and load up and get all sorts of presents and a tree for... Okay, in this scene, when she goes to the orphanage, she reads to the orphaned children... And she is wearing the tiniest little white skirt and these five-inch red stilettos. Look, famously, I am the opposite of a prude. But I'm like, Vanessa, that's a lot of coochie. (laughs) For these children. (laughs) And then she plays Twister with Edward in the toy store. And it's a lot of coochie. It's a lot of coochie. It's a lot of coochie. And I love that for her, like, homest among us. But time and place. That's it. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, no. I mean, we talked about that during the movie. We were both like, "That's that skirt's a little short. If you're supposed to be the Duchess, you know, just saying. Yeah. I don't know. It was also snowing out. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't, the other thing. famously, I, I do not care where we want your body or choice, but. You looked cold. Aren't you all cold? It looked great. Yeah, no, she looked stunning. It was yeah. great, you know, for, for, for going out to the pub. Sure. But not for the children. I know. It. I think the thing that threw me more was the heels than it was the skirt. Yeah. And I mean, it's probably because Vanessa Hudgens is what? Five, 
5'1", maybe. Maybe. And, th- and this guy was maybe 6'3". Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they just practically needed to elevate her. <laughs> <laughs> also to differentiate her from the children. I know. But it was a very sweet scene where yeah, you know, sure. they start bonding and really, really start to have a moment together. Yeah. You can tell that they're genuinely starting to fall for each other. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that it's she is not the princess. That's correct. What are we going to do about that? What's going on with Stacy slash Margaret? Mar- Margaret the baker now? <laughs> yes, with Stacy the baker. Well, Margaret is now the baker. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so Margaret goes and takes Stacy's place at the home they're staying at. It's this cute little white cottage yeah. at the edge of town with Olivia and Kevin. Oh, we haven't mentioned. Kevin and Edward, both hot. Yeah, they're both hot. Both hot. Of course, Vanessa Hudgens is hot. That's a given. Yeah. But Kevin and Edward, both hot. All of the leads in this movie are hot. Yeah. It's great. It's great. We love that. It's amazing. Yeah. So Margaret is spending time with Kevin and Olivia. Olivia figures it out immediately that this is not... They always do. Yeah. I mean, she's like, something's up with you. And she's like, whatever could you mean? Where is your father? And she's like, father? Okay. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, boomer. <laughs> Sad energy. Yeah. You've known my dad since before I was born. <laughs> Don't call. You've never once called him my father. But because Margaret's end of the deal is to get Olivia into this ballet camp, Olivia's like, I get to go to the ballet camp. Okay, let's keep this a secret. <laughs> you know, it it leads to some some fun moments again where they both they both at one point end up going to the toy store, and Kevin is distracted at the time, and the prince is distracted at the time, and so. Margaret, Stacy, Olivia, and Margaret's aide, who's been helping out Stacy, all find ways to create diversions to get everybody out of the store. Olivia and Margaret get along great. They start bonding really quickly, and Kevin and Margaret begin to catch feelings for one another. But Olivia is being really coy about it. And they go to visit Santa, and Santa's like, what would you like for Christmas? And she's like, a skateboard, ballet slippers, a new mom. (laughs) (laughs) And Kevin's like, what? Much like a Christmas prince, mm-hmm. the child is the best character. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I will say, though, all of the leads in this movie are also... They're pretty likable, yeah. Yeah, which is, again, better than a Christmas prince. Well... Speaking of a Christmas prince, yes. though... <laughs> one night after they've spent the day together at this festival and they're hanging out and having a good night, Kevin and Margaret slash Stacy, but Margaret, decide to watch a movie. And Kevin is like, what should we watch? And she's like, oh, you can pick. And they turn on Netflix. And what movie do they choose, Kara? They chose to watch Stacy's favorite, A Christmas Prince. And before that, they were scrolling and it showed A Christmas Inheritance, which I believe is also another Netflix Christmas movie. Yeah. One of the things I had thought about the next two movies is that secretly that this was in the same universe as a christmas prince yeah and i'm not as aldovia as aldovia yes yeah i'm not ruling it out but it seems like well maybe in this universe a christmas prince is a documentary maybe yeah i mean it's possible i loved that also you had not seen it at that point because the look on both of our faces we were like the audacity of netflix the shamelessness like i i love it netflix good job Netflix, you make a lot of weird decisions, but <laughs> great, good job. Great self-plug. Yeah. Let's face it. If you are watching a Princess Switch, most likely you've seen or are going to watch A Christmas Prince. Yeah. And so the cross-plug, while egregious, isn't that egregious. After they finish watching A Christmas Prince, Kevin gives Stacy a locket with a picture from the, when they all saw Santa, I guess, earlier that day or earlier that week. 
It's um, only been two days, so yeah. I think it was earlier that day um, or yesterday. But it's a small locket with a picture of the three of them plus Santa, and he gives it to Stacy, and he's like, "Listen, I know we've been friends for so long, but I feel like there's just something different about you here." And they kiss. Margaret obviously also has feelings for Kevin, but she's also been lying to him about who she is, and right. so he's she's like, "Just let's forget this happened, please, because I just trust me." Also, at this point. Prince Edward has presented the family crest to Stacy's character. Again, that's a very intimate, special moment. And she's like, ah, thank you. This is going to be confusing. And it actually ends up being a lot less dramatic. Oh, yeah. Everyone's super chill. Yeah. You know what? This seems like a super chill country. Everyone's like, night. Yeah. So after the two days that they have been in each other's lives, they switch back just in time for the baking competition. And Stacy and Kevin end up winning the competition. The queen is supposed to present the awards to Stacy and Kevin, but the queen already at this point knows what's up. And she's like, I'm feeling ill. Edward, how about you and Margaret go and present the awards? And she gives like a side eye to Margaret, who's back in the palace at this point. Right. And she's like, why don't you and Margaret go? But so on the way over, Margaret just tells Edward. It's off camera, but she's like, we need to talk. You know what? Let this be a lesson of when you fuck up, just, just tell people. It. Just, just own, own it. Because then everyone's like, eh, okay. And so Richard presents this medal to Stacy and Kevin and Margaret is wearing sunglasses and then she takes them off and there's a reveal. And Kevin's like, what? 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 At this point, Kevin is the only one of the of the four who, who Idiot. doesn't know. Idiot. I know. And so the four of them go backstage and they explain the whole situation. Yeah. And everybody's cool with it. Well, there's a lot of, I'm in love with you. And I'm like, everyone needs to calm down. It's it has been... been 48 hours. Yeah. And Prince Edward just proposes to Stacy, but is like, in a year, if you still like me, will you marry me? Yeah, we were both, really? Two days? I know it's a movie, but really? That seems quick. He's like, Stacy, in a year... <laughs> You, you know what? If you're into me, then will you marry me? Okay, I guess that's reasonable. <laughs> He's like, I am on a timeline. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Kevin and Margaret are like, do you want to hang out? <laughs> and so the end of the movie is Stacy and Edward getting married right. a year late. And then Kevin's like, what are your plans for New Year's? And they laugh and the movie ends. And I'm like, are you getting married on New Year's or are you proposing on New Year's? What's happening here? The movie ends and that's that's it. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was significantly better than A Christmas Brunch, which is something you said also. Yeah. Would why you like I... to hear my notes? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what your notes are for this movie? I have some questions. I'd be happy to answer them. So there's a scene that you didn't mention where Kevin knocks on then Margaret's door. Okay. And is shirtless. And he's like, hey, can I borrow some toothpaste? And she's like, this man not brushed his teeth for four days? What's the deal? Gross. Well, I don't know. Number one. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe. They have a communal bathroom and Margaret took it. Took it because she's never used a communal bathroom before. Mm, mm, mm. Fine. Number two. Vanessa Hudgens' accent is terrible. It's rough. It's, it's really bad. And then it's worse when it's... She's pretending to have it. Yeah. Which yeah. I will say, that's a nice touch, but it's still bad regardless. It's bad. It's not good. I did like the homages to Parent Trap, a far superior film. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, at the age of what? Eight? Outacted Vanessa Hudgens at the age of what? 30? That's... Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> 
We could say that about every movie, though. We just compare random movies to... It's not random. They're very similar films. The plot is similar. They're not that similar, but the plot's similar. The concept of switching places with someone. Yes. That's a tale as old at time itself. That's... Okay. In one of my fun facts, it talks about how it deliberately tries to homage to the parent trap. Does it? Okay. Yes. I enjoyed this movie. Mm -hmm. I thought this movie was fun. It is a better film than A Christmas Prince. But the thing is that A Christmas Prince is so bad that it's good. No, it's not. Yeah. We discussed this. It's mm. not. I vehemently disagree with this. It's a cheesy Christmas movie where you're like, this is fun. So is this one. <laughs> well, I think this one's actually so much better that it's actually kind of unmemorable. Oh, I disagree. Really? Yeah. I found the leads very charming, mm-hmm. but not unlike A Christmas Prince. I wished I was watching Princess Diaries 2. I think you just need to watch Princess Diaries 2 to get I've that I've recently rewatched Princess Diaries 2. It's not good, but yeah, Chris I, Pine's in it. <laughs> I think you just need to watch that to get that out of your system. Those are my notes. I don't understand why he didn't brush his teeth for four days. Okay, as we discussed, it was two days, <laughs> and I already wrote that off. She took the toothpaste. Yeah. Besides the main characters, no one else has developed. I really did wish we learned more about this Christmas spirit character yeah he's just around all the time right but there's never a conclusion or him winking at the wedding i think that would have been good you know if he like Mm -hmm. is a guest at the wedding was he he might have been was he i might have been oh the other thing too (laughs) is that i was expecting a rule of three situation with the john lennon quote they say the john lennon quote twice rapid fire life is what happens when you're busy making other plans and then they didn't, they didn't. And then at the again. end, there's a perfect point where the Stacy character, who is now going to be a princess, is like mm. staring at her prince. And he could have very easily verbalized, I guess life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Or he could have been like, I bet this wasn't in your plans for the trip. Yeah. And, she, and then she yeah. says, right? Yeah. That's the kind of cheese that I really wanted it, it, it to lean into. It didn't quite pay off for that. Yeah, I get that. It almost, it didn't take itself seriously enough for it to be cheesy. And it also didn't take itself not seriously enough. It was, it's just kind of there. Yeah, it was a little in between. From what I've seen of the sequels, yeah, those look like they're off the rails. Yeah, that's that. I know in the third one, there's a third Vanessa Hudgens right, character, right. which Hannah Hot Wait for. See, like, I'm all in on that. Yeah. This is not going to be a classic Christmas movie. Right. So I need it to be really hokey. How about you? Do you have any notes? Yeah, I mean, this is my Christmas Prince for you. You know, we each have one. This movie, I do not think is flawless in the way that you think a Christmas Prince is flawless. I think a Christmas Prince is flawless because it's so bad. No, I don't. I don't agree. And I'll never agree. <laughs> you can never get me to see eye on that. But I really, I found myself really enjoying this movie. I had a fun time with this. I will say, when I was doing my recap, it seems like they spend a lot more time with Stacy's character than they do with Margaret's character. Mm, okay. Which is fine. I think it's okay to have a main character well i think she's gonna be the one that the properties follow right because she's the the, the princess. princess right the margaret and kevin stuff felt a little bit more rushed than the prince and stacy stuff yeah yeah but i think olivia is great in this yeah she's girl. very cute the little girl is very cute i hope that they keep her this movie came out in 2018 yeah and, and seemingly one's... was filmed in 2018 or 2017 because they've referenced a christmas prince which came out in 2017 yeah and the next the third one's coming out like this year or has come out this year okay, so they, gotcha. they filmed them all pretty quickly yeah. so i would imagine all all of the cast is still the same sure yeah not a lot of the side characters are really fleshed out 
let me touch first on her rival Baker. So her rival Baker went to the Cordon Bleu with her and they have just been rivals ever since that school. And this Baker won the competition last year, which is weird that you're back at it, but okay. She at one point spills coffee on her apron. That's how Stacy ends up running into Margaret because she's like, I need to go change or clean this up, which I was like, it's an apron. It's supposed to get messy. And they're like, it's ruined. And I'm like, it's an apron. <laughs> what are you talking about at one point before the competition her rival's name is brianna or brianna brianna cuts her mixers yeah cord cord. and this is how i know no one involved in this movie understands baking because it's like your typical stand mixer that you'd use to make a cake mixture and during the competition they have fully already made a cake and they're only using that mixer to puree berries, which is not what that means. I think this is the perfect time to discuss my favorite event that happened to you at a grocery store. So during the pandemic, dearest Daniel here was um, fun employed for a minute. and 10 months. <laughs> That's a little bit more than a minute. But yeah. And he picked up baking. I think that he's done before, but he like really got into it, was making bread, banana bread, the works. Yep. And uh, he went to the grocery store to pick up a specific type of flour, I yeah. believe. May I jump in here? Yeah, I was going to say, this is your story, baby. I was amidst making English muffins for the That's first time. That's what it was. And to make English muffins, you need semolina flour to get the, you know, like for the outside of it, where you get the little crumbs on the outside of the sure, English yeah. muffin. And so I am I, not a baker. Right. And so I went to the... I went to the grocery store to go get semolina flour and I was just in the baking aisle looking for it. And I didn't know where in the baking aisle it was. I assumed it was near the flour and I was kind of like looking for it. And there was a woman standing behind me and had been taking like, I don't know, a couple seconds to look. And she was standing behind me and I moved out of the way and I was like, oh, do you need to get something? And she was like, no, I'll wait. Do you need help looking for something? You don't look like a baker. The level of incensed that Dan was when this happened to him. This woman. She was like, do you need help looking for something? She didn't work there. No, no, no. She didn't work there. She's like, you don't look like a baker. I'm a baker. What are you looking for? And I was like, oh, semolina flour. She's like, oh, well, it wouldn't be down there. It's usually in a smaller bag. And I'm like, I know. I know what I'm looking for. I just don't know where it is. She's like, yeah, it's usually in a smaller bag. And I grabbed it like within like, 10 seconds of her starting to talk, I grabbed it. I was like, oh, it's here. I got it. She's like, oh, great, great. Oh, that's that looks like it's Italian. It's gonna <laughs> That means it's good. And I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> the rest of the trip to the store where I was getting just the rest of our normal groceries, I was like walking around. I was like, I don't look like a baker. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, is it because I'm Asian? Is it because I'm a man? Is it because I'm tall? Is it because I'm skinny? Like, like what does that mean? He's still so mad about it. So I went home. Live it. You were texting me. I was texting you. You were texting the boys. Texting the boys. Texting you. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck does this mean? So I went home, made English muffins. They were amazing. They were perfect. They were so good. And English muffins are notoriously difficult to make. Yeah. They're like bread pancakes, though. Yeah. They're fun. I recommend them. I'll make them again, maybe at some point. That's that aside. But I I just wanted to throw in that aside because uh, you're someone who bakes, you know? Yeah. Oh, right. So back to this point, though, about how no one, she like sabotaged their their stand mixer and there was just no, no issues. Like when they made the cake, they were making like a raspberry puree for their slice of cake. And one of the judges was like, your puree is a little bit clumpier than I would have liked. And she's like, okay. Which also, if you're sab, if you're- If you're using a a mixer to puree your- Perries, that's- No. 
That's not. I what, mean, using I, like the paddle attachment on, <laughs> to mash up these berries. Get out of here. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, that's my note. Is that I liked the characters. I wish there weren't really stakes in this movie. Which yeah, I'm, which I'm I think okay. that's why I don't make. I don't think it's memorable. There were no stakes at all. Yeah, that's fair. Again, I'm much more invested in this weird unhinged trilogy. Sure. You want to know why? Because in a Christmas Prince, she's from New York, and in this one, she's from Chicago. Oh my god. <laughs> That's true. It. That's what it is. That's, that's the exactly difference between you and me. Yeah, but that's all the notes I have. Do you have any fun facts for us? I do. Please, please share. So when we started watching the movie, mm-hmm. you Googled who Prince Edward was. Yep. And his name is Sam Palladio, and he is a singer. Oh. And the song during the opening scene was actually performed by him. Ah, man, that's gonna that's gonna have to require me to remember the song from the beginning. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just letting you know that they uh, included him in it. Oh, that's exciting. That's yeah. good for him. Yeah, I'm also letting you know there that much like a Christmas Prince, this fun fact section is quite short because the production time is uh, not that long. They turn these over quick. Yeah. It's interesting that he's a singer. We were talking about beforehand how it was surprising she didn't sing in this movie, Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Oh, they're going to definitely have a duet in the sequel. Oh, definitely. If they don't, that's ridiculous. I bet one of them can sing and one of them can't. Like one of the Vanessa Hudgenses can sing and one of them can't. And that's why they need to switch for the contest. The reason I'm excited for the next one is now that now their partners know that they've switched. Right. So they They can be in on on the the switching. So there are, like I said, moments that were referenced to the 1998 version of The Parent Trap. Mm -hmm. Like Annie from Parent Parent Trap. Trap, Lady Margaret uses a board and pointer to discuss her family tree. And Stacy and Olivia have a long handshake, just the same as Annie and her butler. Right. It did feel weird that there wasn't a teaching the handshake montage because you and I were like, oh, and now she's going to learn the handshake. And she never did. She didn't. Yeah. This is the first Netflix movie starring Vanessa Hudgens. Oh. Isn't that fun? That is fun. Good for her. There's also some stuff I was reading earlier about how they didn't erase or put makeup over Vanessa Hudgens' tattoo. So isn't it weird that... (laughs) Oh, I didn't notice that. I also didn't notice that, but you know. And then finally, the off-quoted John Lennon line, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans, is from the song Beautiful Boy, Darling Boy from his 1980 album Double Fantasy. Oh, I didn't know that. Not with the Beatles. Not with the Beatles. Just the John original. That's all the fun facts I had. Did you have fun? I had fun. I loved learning that this was Vanessa Hudgens' first (laughs) Netflix movie. (laughs) Tick, tick, boom, technically a Netflix movie? I I think so. Yeah, okay, well, there's another one. Well, yeah, but that's like the fifth one, I think. Yeah. Isn't she in another non-Princess Switch Christmas movie? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. That's, that's Who's your, to say? Once again, that's your job. <laughs> I don't do that. Alrighty, folks. As we do every episode, it's time for our definitive ranking of this movie. As is tradition, we base our rankings around the 12 days of Christmas. So out of 12 days of Christmas, how many days of Christmas is this for you, Kara? I'm going to give it five golden rings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds seems, right for that, me, right? That seems like a reasonable rating for this type of a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I look, after Deck the Halls, it's difficult for it, and I didn't I didn't hate this movie. I didn't even dislike this movie. It's just kind of forgettable for me. That's fair. 
you know, it's just kind of forgettable. And I'm excited. I'm sure next season we're going to watch the sequel as well as the sequel to Christmas Prince. And I am excited to see, because we're both going into the sequels blind. Blind. Yeah. What really gets chaotic and what holds up. Yeah. What, what, how do these two movies diverge? Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you take out the switched aspect of it, it's a similar movie to The Christmas Prince, where right. like a person from US comes and meets a prince and they get married. But the switch aspect of it adds a lot to it for me. And also the fact that the characters are just sincerely more likable, which yeah. I agree with. Yeah. The writing's equally as hokey and bad, but the characters are much more palatable. Yeah. Yeah. How many days of Christmas are you giving it, dear Daniel? I'm going to give this six geese a laying. Oh, good geese. Good geese. Good geese. Good geese. Yeah. I mean, I like this movie. It's not a great movie. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't know, do something wild and give this 10 days of Christmas. Look, I we think. all know we, I work under different rules than you. I, yeah, it's true. It does not <laughs> help for the continuity of our podcast. Who listening to our podcast actually wants to know how many days of Christmas we're giving it? I don't know. Some people. <laughs> some people are very offended when we give movies low scores. That's true. That's actually true. And I'm sorry if that's the case. I, But yeah, I like this movie a lot. I think Vanessa Hudgens is very charming in this. Sure, I she's think, great. I think Prince Edward is charming. He's cute. Olivia is great. Kevin is hot. Kevin is hot. You know, what else could you want? All right, nothing. 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 <laughs> Six good geese. Thank you so much for listening. We are only 22 days away from Christmas, and we hope to spread as much Christmas spirit as possible. So please share this with your friends if they're not already listening. Join us next week as we take a look back at A Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, we're watching A Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, that'll be a sweet little film. Yeah, we have owned that movie since, like, last Christmas when we bought it at our local Goodwill. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to watch it. You've never seen it, right? Nope. Wild. I've seen it like a dozen times. Oh, I can't wait. I love Snoopy. Yeah, it's a sweet little film. And as we say every episode, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.